Kia ora, hello and welcome. My name is Bernadine Rangi and you are listening to my podcast, Catch Up With B. Today's date is November the 27th, 2019 and I am recording podcast number 7 and the topic for podcast number 7 is Christmas time, the silly season and everything in between. So special, warm, festive welcome to you all. I would like to start off as I always do. I would like to pay special tribute and acknowledgement to, first of all, my parents, um, to my mother, Rawania Robinson, and to my father, Bernard Arangi, because, of course, without them, I would not be here. So special tribute and acknowledgement to them. I would also like to pay special tribute and acknowledgement to the First Nations people of Australia, uh, the Aboriginal people and the Torres Strait Islanders. Special tribute and acknowledgement to them and to Elders past and present. Now we're on to the ads. Gotta love the ads. The ads are what keep our things moving along for the podcast. I've only got a couple. Um, if you're an online shopper, please check out inspirationonlineshopping.com. That's all one word, all lowercase. Use the unique code, and this is all in block letters, all in capital letters. Inspiration5. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N, five, the number five. If you use that code, you will get a 5% discount and I get a dollar per sale. Uh, I have checked the website out. It is legit. Um, They sell a range of things from men and women's clothing, accessories, to stuff for animals. Uh, Check them out. They are based here in Brisbane. And for those of you who are looking to use the um, the app Square, use the following link, square.com forward slash I forward slash capital BS. That's all in capitals. This part's in capitals, capital BS. C-A-P-I-T-A-L-B-E-S. Now, that's a, a link, uh, because I currently use Square, uh, for my invoicing. Both parties receive free processing on $1,000 in sales for 180 days, which is pretty good, because normally they, uh, when things are processed, um, they normally take off a, you know, a charge. I think it's pretty minimal but when you know when when you're not flush with cash every cent counts so um if you could check out that link that's a merchant link if you decide to use it's a merchant referral link if you decide to use square for your invoicing needs that would be great that's the in that's the you know the ad stuff out of the way but it's important because it helps me um 
well I'm here I forgot to mention Queensland Rail for those of you living in in my part of Queensland actually in all parts of Queensland Queensland Rail um, there are free trains um, next Monday and the following Monday so that's December the that's next Monday and the following Monday the trains on the Brisbane uh, the Queensland Rail the electric trains now because I live in the, on the Ipswich branch of that I would particularly push Ipswich but that's including all train lines including the Benley trains to um, the airport um, to Cleveland to Springfield um, Caboolture I don't believe it's the long distance trains I think it's just your normal commuter trains along all those train lines are free next Monday um, and it is a true story because I used the train for free this Monday and went into town went into Brisbane City I think it's an absolutely fantastic idea they've been doing it for the last two Mondays and are doing it for the next two Mondays check it out there were a lot of people on the trains um, I think with all the the issues the line issues the um, continuing issues obviously that Queensland Rail have that's why they offer been offering free trains for a month it is on their website they have put up a video about it have a look at TransLink on Facebook and really take advantage of something that's free because not often you get stuff that's free these days so Queensland Rail free train travel for the next for the two two first Mondays in December check it out she says as she turns the page because I'm professional like that and I use notes because I'm trying to sound professional and I'm not professional so a quick update about what's been going on now I have been incredibly busy um, so I haven't been able to post so I finally have um, nailed out some time to post um, a podcast uh, we've had a family wedding not myself no um, but my nephew got married last week and so my house has been incredibly busy uh, we had my nephew's doggy and we had our various family members staying with us because uh, as one can appreciate my nephew's house was full uh, for the wedding um, and so we've had a lot of family around and uh, excitement over excitement we have had uh, two little little babies in the house so we've had a one-year-old oh I tell you and a three-year-old now that was exciting um, and their mum who's my niece so uh, now normally in my house it's an adult house so there's no kids little kids in the house we do have kids that regularly visit but they're sort of from the age of five upwards and so they're sort of fairly independent but um, we had the kitty winkles oh I tell you the noise was exciting the nappies were exciting but the love was exciting I have to say um, that it was absolutely fantastic catching up with the kids um, and the doggy, I really, I have to say, I really enjoyed having the doggy, who's a seven-year-old American bulldog. 
been trying to get over to my house for ages and because no one was going to be home and because the house was jam-packed with people um she came to stay with us she was an absolute blessing her and the kids so gotta love the kitties gotta love the doggy as well i have also been dealing with rental inspections and for some reason, our rental inspection went quite well. Actually, I was actually home for the rental inspection, which I suspect because we had half the you know, New Zealand team here. It went a lot quicker than it normally would. Um, and from what I noticed, they, they, they took photos, obviously, for the landlord for their records and um, primarily, obviously, looking for structural damage and damage in general, I think. Um, the back concrete pad, patio slash, whatever you can call it, that was starting to, when I first moved in it wasn't cracked and now that's got big cracks in it, that's obviously a, um, that that's a, a structural issue in regards to that particular concrete pad and, and it shows you how the land here in Red Bank shift. You can actually see it, the driveway, which had no cracks in it at all, now has cracks. Um, and an indication of the, the work, the workmanship that was not done for the, both for the driveway and for the back concrete pad. Um, and that was commented on. But that's not, that's nothing, that's a structural. And they obviously have to take photos of that because at some point... They have to deal with uh, the landlord, whether they choose to or not, has to deal with that. So, um, but otherwise, besides that, I was quite impressed with the rental inspection. Done and dusted, that's one stress out of the way. And the lease for the for the, for the the house um, continues for the next six months. It is most likely that uh, within the next six months, I, I am looking to move house again. Um... And to move onwards and upwards from the living situation that, that's happening currently. So if you've got any suggestions of places to go to for rental accommodation, I would like to. Um, I, I'm looking to move to either um, a, a complex. A complex here is, is a place that's secure, so it's... it's um, you know, it's a collection of places where people live, it's gated. Um, you don't, you know, your visitors don't get immediate access. You've got to, you know, someone has to buzz you in, all that type of thing. And I would very much like that option if it's available. I am looking to move away from Ipswich if I can. I would like to move to the Gold Coast or somewhere different. So if anyone has any ideas about areas... That would be great to move to. Narang was suggested up in the Goldie. So if anyone, but I don't have to move to the Gold Coast, but if anyone has any ideas about where I might move to here in Brisbane or further, further afield, give me a buzz. Let me know. Now, Christmas time in the silly season. Whatever your beliefs are, the commercial part of Christmas is definitely kicked in already here in Australia, and particularly in the malls. Santa seems to set up his photo booth. Christmas trees are sprouting everywhere, and the Christmas songs are playing in the mall. <laughs> and of course, your holiday advertising both on TV 
and in your mailbox this is an overdrive and I guess because we live in a westernized country you know it's even more so and whatever your beliefs are you can't avoid it at present I love Christmas I absolutely love Christmas I love everything about Christmas from the presents to the Christmas decorations to the food to the gifts to dressing up from getting together with family or friends depending on what your situation is I absolutely love it but I'm aware that you know it's a celebration that happens once a year and you don't have to get together with everyone just because it's Christmas but I do I love Christmas I love the external trappings of it um, but I obviously being Catholic am aware of the um, uh, the the more spiritual part of Christmas um, you know away from the uh, commercial part of it and Santa and things like that I remember years ago for those of you who remember oh the other week I was working with animals and there was a donkey around and all I heard myself singing was little donkey little donkey um, for those of you who remember the song Little Donkey about carrying Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem oh my god I was just singing it the whole time I was around that poor donkey little donkey little donkey da 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 love it absolutely love it love Christmas and everything associated with it now I'm aware obviously that Christmas for Christians is obviously a very important time of year I respect that but as an adult I don't practice being Catholic but I respect people who do respect the Christian part of Christmas um, and who go to church and, and who obviously for Christians and, and for, for you know believers in God everywhere it's the most important time of the year um, but for me I don't practice the the uh, spiritual part of it the Christian part of it I don't go to church um, I choose more to and I do this all year round mind you um, rather than just at one point in the year I choose to serve people in the community and help with people out there in the community over Christmas time and whether that's helping out with people cooking Christmas dinner for um, a men's hostel or attending a Christmas meal at the Salvation Army or doing those sorts of things that's what I prefer to do um, I'm probably one of the few people at the house who celebrates Christmas so and this Christmas, I will be celebrating an early Christmas, uh, early Christmas Christmas at my friend's house, and I'll also be um, helping her to cook for Christmas dinner for the men at the at the men's hostel in East Ipswich. Um, happy to share of my time with people that that wouldn't necessarily have any family or have anyone to cook for them on Christmas Day I think it's important Christmas time can be a stressful time for a lot of people the workload increases 
um, as, as you know, many places wind up for the year. Um, there can be a lot of financial pressure um, on people to buy presents. Uh, there can be a lot of stress and strain when money can be very tight at this point in the year. Um, it can be just a stressful time all around for people who are single. It can be a very lonely time of year as well. Uh, particularly for people who are single. Particularly for people who don't necessarily have a family or extended family to call upon um, for many reasons it can be lonely for diff you know for different reasons um, and I guess the ideal of getting together with your family or getting together with friends some people don't have access to that some people don't get on with their families and so it can be a stressful and lonely time for some people and with the added extra commercial pressure of buying gifts and you might not have the extended money to do that um, You know, you might not have the support system in place to, 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 you know, to overcome, you know, the pressures of Christmas. Who knows what your situation is, but it can be stressful for a lot of people. Recently, I had a very, uh, uh, I was very stressed out. Um, I did not want to talk to anybody. And, and I wanted to deal with the situation um, that I was in, but I wanted to deal with it in my way. Um, uh, recently I went to the doctors for another reason. Um, but while I was at the doctors, my friend suggested to me that I consider going to counselling. Um, and so obviously here in Australia, if you have a Medicare card, um, you can access six free counselling sessions, but you have to go through an assessment first. Um, the doctor, I, I was very fortunate to have a female doctor um, at Delta Family Doctors here uh, on Kruger Road. Um, uh, where the Kruger shops are, um, here in Red Bank, uh, with a, you know, we the Pacific Island food and the two laundromats and I think it's the liquor outlet that they're next door to and they're on the corner. Ah, oh, the female doctor's absolutely fabulous. Um, so I have to go back if I decide to. At the moment I've decided not to go back. Um, primarily because I think I'm working things through myself. Um, I have to go back for a longer assessment because most appointments are 15 minutes. And you don't realise you're taking over the 15 minutes, but you do in your regular appointments. I have to make a longer appointment, and then she has to do an assessment as part of that appointment, and then I think I get referred on. Uh, what I wanted to say in regards to that, now for myself, and uh, uh, my way of dealing with the stress that I was dealing with was to shut down and was not to not talk about it. I didn't want to tell anyone about my stress. I wanted to deal with it how I wanted to deal with it. What I would suggest, now I'm not a person to advise people, but this is my experience. Find someone to talk to. Find someone that you can, that you trust and you can just let it out with. Because I think that's what I needed, was to let things out. And I was able to do that partially. 
but if you find like me, you just want to shut shop, shut up shop and just think, nah, I'm not talking to anyone, I will weather through this, I will sort this out, this is my problem. Um, I would advise you not to reach out to someone, say to someone, I need you to listen, I don't want you to help me, but I need you to listen to what I'm going through. If that's all you need, and I think that's what I needed, don't hesitate to reach out to people to say, hey, I need a listening ear, can you please sit down for a minute, I'm having a bit of trouble with, blah 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 now for me things have sort of worked themselves out slowly, the, the situations that were stressing me out have passed on, and now I've just got to deal with a particular situation um, that's ongoing, and I'm taking steps to do that, so if you don't have the um, you know, if you don't have someone to listen to, if you don't have the resources, the, uh, what do you call it, if I've sort of find myself to be quite resilient, yet quite stubborn at the same time, and you, you, you feel less, less than proud when you ask people for help, um, what I would suggest is that you reach out to someone when you're, when you're stressed out, please share whatever's stressing you out to someone, if it unburdens you like it did for me, then that's great, at least you told someone how you're feeling, and what you're dealing with, if you're able to, like I started to, I always know that the option is there later on, seek professional help, and obviously um, the doctor will point me in the right direction, if I decide to go back there, having just gone through that myself, seek professional help, that's all I can say, whether you ring someone professional, whether you call the Samaritans, whatever you do, whether you talk to a friend, whatever you decide to do, please do not hesitate to seek help from someone you trust, or professional help, people do not know what you are feeling inside, if you don't tell them, and like me, I was feeling particularly stubborn, and thought, no, I can do this, I can do this myself, and I did, but I'm very lucky, that I'm quite resilient, and have the sort of knowledge, and am able to say to a couple of people, hey, what do you think I should do, in regards to this, uh, never struggle on your own, you might feel like you're on your own, you never ever struggle on your own, because it's a feeling that sucks really, really badly, so that's my suggestion, and that's mainly because I've recently been through it, I think my my issues were a little bit of everything, a bit of financial worry, a bit of anxiety, And just some absolute um, uh, just difficult behaviour that one had to deal with lately. Mm, I would also suggest become informed about what, what services are available. Um, check out, either on Facebook, through your doctor, have a, have a chat to friends. See what services are available um, over the Christmas period. 
but just generally and find out when they close because I notice here that a lot of services close quite early and that in the week leading up to Christmas and so educate yourself become informed see what's out there I am going to mention a couple of people um, at the end of the podcast who's you know, develop your own support group, even if if it's within your friends and there's things that you, and if you're able to do so, you know, you might be parents who can give other parents um, some tips and, and things that they, you might be able to pass on things that you don't need. I recently, here in Ipswich, we've had the inorganic collection where you can put out all your rubbish that it's too large to fit in the rubbish bin. Um, and it's amazing people now it doesn't happen in New Zealand we do have an organic collections that happen once a year uh, we're a pretty shy bunch over there you know you're not going to go to your neighbour's pile and go oh I like that Matt oh I think I'll grab that we're here they're not so shy about it we hear obviously um, second hand dealers and people who are aware that um, I recall seeing um, someone pick up all the washing machines, all the all the components from washing machines. Um, you know that obviously worth money. That can be broken down and are worth money. The metal components. Um, I recall seeing a trailer full of people picking up the whiteware, the fridges, etc. Because obviously components of those are worth money as well. Um, I recall seeing a trailer that's picked up all the bikes and the bike parts. The people are very ingenious. Now, I myself, for the house, in regards to that, we picked up an exercycle that still works. We picked up a rowing machine that still works. Um, I went across the road and got a mat um, that's been aired out and cleaned and it's outside now. It's a fluffy, shaggy mat. It's perfect for our house, you know what I mean? So, needs a bit of a tidy and a dust. Um, and people and the kids, because um, we don't have any resident toys on hand, the kids went around and got some toys they quite liked and they were fixable. And so I think it's, you know, I think it's making use of other things that people don't want. Now I put a, everything I put outside got picked up. I put out a large uh, outdoor table where the leg was a bit dicky and that was gone within the night uh, that I put it out that was gone and it had three crochet blankets which aren't the fanciest um, the, the uh, crochet blankets probably suitable for cat and dog sleeping purposes that surprised me they left the building that was really funny I said because you like you want to watch and see who picked it up but obviously people don't want you to watch so they pick it up at night and so we managed to get um, we were fortunate my friend left everything for us in the house but not everything we could use and so I have, now the only things I have left to get rid of are a car battery. And uh, car batteries you can drop off here to places that recycle them. So we will do that at some point. Um, the other thing that I thought that I would have to deal with to get rid of, I have three gas bottles. Uh, and then my friend Rollo's, they, they were her gas bottles and she was wondering where they were. And so she'll be picking them up this Friday. Um she's been fortunate enough to drop off a couple of bicycles because um, she's aware here at the house we have a few kids that visit and come and stay 
my brother is very good at fixing bikes, so he's fixed a bike that needed a pedal, a large bike, a bicycle, uh, and that's ready to go. Uh, we live across the road from the local cycleway, so that makes it even easier. Um, and she's about to drop off a bike that probably needs an inner tube. And I guess if you've got the know-how and the knowledge and you know what to do, you can upcycle, you can recycle. Um, you know, you can save a bit of money if you know what, if you've got an, an idea of what you're looking for. And you're not shy. I, I recall, oh, this is funny, seeing the exercycle being put. Because once something's put out in the curb, you know it's going into rubbish. Everything I've put on the curb has been picked up. Oh, except for one shelf, I think. It was a cabinet shelf that was a bit that had a barbecue plate on it and it was a bit wrecked, shall we say. I broke that up, I put it in the green waste. You know, it was just your sort of plyboard. Um, but besides that, it's sort of an indicator if it's on the curb then that the person doesn't want it. Directly across the road they put an exercycle out. And it's really funny because you don't want to be so obvious that you don't want to pick it up. But people actually don't care here. They're a bit, you know, that's for, if it's available, then you just go and get it. And I, because it was only coming across the road, but I didn't want to look obvious, but it looked obvious. I just, you know, I was trying to look not so obvious carrying the exercise. And really, it had wheels. I could have wheeled it across the road to my house, but I was trying to run with it, carrying a sort of a semi-heavy um, exercise. It was funny. you got to laugh because it was funny. Like this, I'm probably smaller than the exercise. You know, so it looks, it looks like there's a kid carrying it across the road. You know, trying, you know, to look real casual. Like, yeah, I'm just carrying a bloody exercise across the road. Don't watch me, damn you. And then... um. So yeah, that's the one of the good things about Australia. They're not shy about that type of thing. It might look a bit loose. People do drive around with trailers and things to pick things up, particularly around when councils have the inorganic time. And I think it's fantastic. At least you have the option. If you can't make it to the tip, for whatever reason you can't get rid of your big stuff, you know, barring gas bottles and things that explode and car batteries and stuff like that. I think it's an absolutely fantastic option, saves on tip fees, because it's quite expensive to go to the tip. And the tip, local tip here is like a big, oh, how would I call it? It's like a pit. It's a big concrete pit that they just use uh, bulldozers to sort of push everything to the to the end. I haven't seen landfill uh, ones here yet, but I have no doubt that they are here. I don't know how I press that back on again, but don't be afraid, folks, to reuse, to recycle, to, if you need to, uh, and to pass on things to other people. Um, it's helped me very muchly here in my journey in Australia, and, and, and I'm happy to share that and to do that for people and to pass things on. But like I say, become informed and become knowledgeable about what services are available out there for you what services can support you whether they're counseling services there are many services that help with food that's my alarm to wake me up it's 5 30 a.m in the morning 
There are many services that are out there to help you. Some are church-based, some are not. Um, and you don't, uh, many are geared towards Australian citizens, but many are not. You don't have to be Centrelink um, a person who receives Centrelink support. Um, many services are open to everybody. I would encourage you also, if you know family members or friends who are experiencing difficulties, who are stressed, who need a listening ear, or who are just, for whatever reason, are lonely at this time of year, because it does it does make people feel absolutely lonely and terrible, and if they've got no one out to reach out to or no one to be with, please reach out to them. Um, whether that's by a, t a gift, whether it's by an email, a text, a letter. You know, every bit of appreciation helps. I recall recently a group that I've been a small part of. It's like a cup of catch-up group, and so the ladies meet for coffee regularly. Um, a lot of the members are church people, but um, that doesn't matter. The group is informal and friendly, um, and I did one of the first cup of catch-ups up here at the Red Bank Mall, Town Square. Um, I think only a couple of people turned up, but that's all right. It's all about timing. Um, and the lady who's the other, the lady who originally started the group, uh, she recently made some cup of, a cup of ketchup cup. Um, and it's got a picture of the, uh, the picture she uses for the group on Facebook. Oh, it's absolutely, oh, it was just chuffed, you know, I thought that was absolutely amazing gesture because we couldn't, couldn't go to the Christmas get-together. Um, I thought that was amazing. And I thought, good on you, that, that's just a token of your appreciation of myself. I really cherish that because I'm good at giving that type of stuff, but I'm not very good at receiving it. So I just thought that was amazing. Thank you very much, Ree, for that little gift that means a lot to me, and I'm using that cup a lot. So thank you for that. Now, before I finish off, I'd like to mention a couple of people. Now, my friend Donna McCaskill, who I am looking to interview at some point, she is heavily involved in New Zealand and blind sport um, and a lot of disabled type sport. Um, she is a well-known disabled athlete. As she has particular interest um, in blind sport. Um, uh, the blind caps, which are the, which is the cricket team for blind cricket, um, are touring South Africa next year. Um, you can check them out on Facebook. Facebook. You can type in blind caps in uh, New Zealand, and it should come up. You should hit her page. Please check it out. Um, she is the lady I'm looking to interview. Um, I'm about to download the app that I need to interview her this week. Uh, to interview her. Um, and I will try and fit her in. Uh, to be interviewed at some point. But please check it out. Check out the blind caps. Check out what they do. Um, and that would be great. Thank you. Um, you can also go on her personal page, Donna McCaskill Blind Sport, or Donna McCaskill.
whichever whichever one you go on you will find um, some links to blind sport no doubt please check them out i also want to put a plug in for um the koha shed australia uh, my friend has recently become an admin and become more involved with the koha shed uh, the founder recently of the koha shed mike yafreta that's how you say his name or mike ayafeta depending on um, who you talk to um, who was from Porirua, where I was originally, which is my original hometown, where I was brought up, uh, passed away recently. Um, and I'm not going to give you a complete history on the Koha Shed. I would prefer to to interview someone from the Koha Shed for my podcast. However, the Koha Shed was set up primarily um, for people here, for New Zealanders here in Australia who are not, who come to Australia but are not entitled to any financial support from the government. And so that was an informal, um, and now it's a charitable entity, but at, at one point they were set up to support people, uh, primarily New Zealanders, but now all Australians, um, in regards to dealing with living in Australia without financial support. And so... Um, my friend's more involved with the Koha Shed. I sort of subtly sit on the sidelines um, offering my my help when it's needed. Uh, but she's sort of quite involved with them now, and that's cool. I did say I would plug the Koha Shed on my podcast, so please check out the Koha Shed Australia. Depending on which part of Australia, there are different pages for different areas. There's one for Ipswich. Is one for Brisbane and the various areas around the country, states around the country. Please check them out. Um, I will put the link on my Catch Up With B page and also my personal page as well. Um, I am a member of their groups. Check the pages out. They do offer a lot of good advice about what um, support services are available. Or you can contact their admins. Um, if you know someone who needs support or help, I put my table on there, photo of my table on their page. And I reckon that's why the table went so quickly. It's free to a good home. Um, they are different from the movement. There are other places that do a similar type of thing set up by New Zealanders as well. Um, check them out. The Koha Shed Australia Inc from what I saw, um, or you can check out, depending on where you are, the different pages. Um, definitely a good point of call for information, and normally if people haven't found the answers, they either contact the admins or post something on the page. Um, there are plenty of people, admins, controlling those pages, so, you know, if you don't get the answer from the people in the group, you may get the answer from the admins on the pages, so check them out. For those of you who need support or might want to get pointed in the, the right direction, they are a fantastic point of call. Port of call, rather. And will it be able to point in the right direction? Now, please remember, um, the podcast is available on many other forums besides the Anchor Forum. Um... 
we are on Overcast, we are on Google Podcast, I'm just rattling them off the top of my head, we are on Spotify, we are on a few others as well, I'm on quite a few besides the Anchor one, um, so please remember to check us out, I will put the um, the other the other forums that the podcast is on on my page I will make sure to do that Uh, please if you have oh I forgot to say how rude if you have any feedback comments or suggestions please do not hesitate to contact me you can email me catch up with B at gmail.com or one word or lowercase you can email me, you can phone me, 0499893955. My phone would appreciate the call, and I will answer it. Um, any feedback is great. Um, it helps me to improve the quality of the podcast. If you have any suggestions for topics, that would be great. Also, I'm going to try and... And put them into regular, uh, make them into regular features for the new year. So we'll have regular podcasts about services available in the community. I'm going to try and include more interviews. Um, There is a collaboration coming with Roy Mutter. Um, I'm just finding it hard to contact her at the moment. And she's obviously, uh, from what she tells me, is having equipment issues. And understandable. Um, So I'll hopefully try and figure out the collaborative part of the podcast in the new year. Um, If you would like to do some product placement, if you would like me to do product reviews, if you would like to um, sponsor the podcast in any way, if you'd like me to add uh, those referral links, please give me a buzz. Please email me, please give me a call. You can leave a message um, on the Catch Up With B page as well. I'm contactable in quite a few ways. I will try and share the links, um, all the links on the um, podcast page, Catch Up With B page, but also on my Capital B Solutions business page. Um, If you would like to sponsor the podcast, if you would like to, to collaborate in the podcast, um, I'm happy to talk about anything really at this point. Um, that would be absolutely great. If you would like me to plug your pages on the podcast, please let me know. I'm more happy than than happy to do that. If you would like me to record some audio work for you, because apparently I have a fantastic audio voice from what I've been told. Whether it's ad work, whether it's recording your podcast for you, whether it is reading your audio book, whether it's reading your book for Kindle, I am more than happy to discuss that and to do that for you. Please do not hesitate to contact me. Uh, My next podcast, podcast number eight, is due in the second week of December. I am hoping to, after downloading this podcast, App today I am hoping to bring you an interview from somebody, but ideally a interview with Donna McCaskill before the end of the year. That would be absolutely great. Um, so keep an eye out for the podcast. They will re- be regularly up again from now on. Um, 
And what I'd like to say as I end off my podcast, please be sure to look, particularly in this time of year, and I don't like to advise people, rather suggest things from my own experience, and it has been my own experience lately. Please reach out to people if you can. Please support people only if you can. Um, please extend a, you know, whether it's a hello, whether it's a text, whether it's a smile, whether it's a checking up on people. Please make sure to do that. If you are in crisis or if you know anyone who is in crisis and dealing with bad stuff at this time, please do not hesitate. If it's yourself to reach out for professional help or just to reach out to someone, to tell someone what is troubling you, never ever share, you know, take the whole burden upon your shoulders because that's not fair to your brain, to your mind because you just, if you're having troubles, you tend to fixate on them and you, sometimes you can't get out from under the heavy burden that's in your brain. Share it with someone you trust. Or share it to somebody. Don't take any burden upon yourself alone. If you're a friend of someone, and it's gentle encouragement, you're not telling people what to do, you know, be a listening ear to people, particularly at this time of year. It's not an... Well, for those of us who are Christmas happy like me, love a little bit of Jesus, but primarily love a bit of Christmas wrapping and a, bit, and a gift in there. That would be great. Um... You know, try and, and if you can, extend yourself or, or uh, from the other point of view, extend yourself out to other people. Never, you know, never take a burden on alone. And if you can see someone is floundering and someone is troubled, you know, you might get a harsh word in the air, but go, hey, is everything okay? And never be afraid of seeking professional help. I can tell you that much. You might not carry on with the professional help. But at least you can say that you made the first step, you know, to, to, to getting better, to get healing, to getting a little bit of help. Because there's plenty of people out there to help you. Um, I will share the links for the Koha Shed. Um, I will share the links for Donna McCaskill and also the links for the various forums um, that the uh, podcast is on. Um, and ideally, fingers crossed, all things going technologically well, the next podcast will be an interview with Donna McCaskill, fingers crossed. Please check out Donna's page, um, her personal pages, or her Blind Caps page. Um, that would be absolutely great. Thank you for listening today. This has been quite a long um podcast but they normally are coming up to this time of year I am available for all types of work I am happy to collaborate on all types of things please let me know you can finally you can contact me on my email catchupwithb at gmail.com it's all one word it's all lowercase or you can ring me 0499893955 and I will answer the phone thank you take care Look after yourselves, look out for each other, and I look forward to catching up with you for podcast number eight in two weeks' time. Thank you, and have a fantastic day.